Welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a few moments, or you can also share this episode on social media. Both help others find this podcast. If you're looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you, including Bible reading plans, journals, edifying magazines, and blog posts. I do have a contact section on my website as well where you can submit any questions or prayer requests that you have. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. Are you ready for the answer to the Bible trivia question I asked you last week? Who prayed with John that the Samaritans would receive the Holy Spirit? The answer is Peter, and it's found in Acts 8, verses 14 through 15. Our question for next week is, who was chosen to replace Judas? So who was chosen to replace Judas? And the answer will be on the next episode. Like many people, I had a membership to the gym and also at a YMCA one time, which gives you access to great fitness rooms as well as other things. I remember on one of my visits there, There was an announcement for a challenge with yourself. You set a goal on how much weight you wanted to lose and you could weigh in each week for a certain amount of weeks. If you met your goal, you would get a surprise reward. I decided to join the challenge and was excited to meet my goal. I happily went to the front to claim my reward, which was a t-shirt and sunglasses. I have to confess, I was so disappointed in the sunglasses. They were almost a neon white yellow. Very weird. And I made up my mind that I was not going to use them anytime soon. I'm one of those people that not only uses their sunglasses like they were intended to be, but I like to place them on top of my head when I go into the store. Sometimes I may or may not leave them on in church and I forget to take them out when I'm singing in choir. But instead of putting them in my bag, I tend to wear them on my my head. So I tend to buy pairs that have a little sparkle. This odd colored pair did not meet my sparkle standard at all. I did, however, keep them in my car for an emergency in case I did lose or break my current pair, which has happened on a few occasions. And a couple of months later, that is exactly what happened. I misplaced or the more likely scenario was that I left them in my mom's car and needed them. So I reluctantly decided to put on the ugly pair of sunglasses as I ran my errands. When I went inside Walmart, I took them off and almost dropped them. Instead of looking at an ugly colored pair of sunglasses, I was holding a beautiful shade of purple in my hand, but it was beginning to fade. I suddenly realized that these were no ordinary sunglasses. They changed color when exposed to the sun, which explained their odd coloring. To be honest, I was stunned and no doubt looked quite a sight to everyone else in Walmart, but of course they're probably used to that as well. But this ordinary pair of what I considered very ugly sunglasses were transformed by a little bit of light into something 
beautiful. My mind immediately began to process this fascinating event and an illustration for a lesson was born, which is what I want to talk about today. The first time I saw the sunglasses, I was disappointed because they didn't meet my expectations of what a good pair should look like. And I didn't even bother to do anything with them except as an absolute last resort. So I stuck them in my car. But when touched by the sun, they showed what they really had hidden inside. And I loved what I saw. Did I mention they were a beautiful shade of purple? Then I asked myself this question. Have I ever done this with people? Have I ever looked at someone and quickly assessed their worth based on some set of predetermined standards of mine? Did I toss them aside without another thought and only called on them if I absolutely had to? I knew that I had. And it was a heavy conviction to my soul. Sadly, I am not the only one who has been guilty of this behavior. It is so easy to judge someone based on their appearance, one conversation or one mistake. We make assessments, slap a label on them and decide if they are worth our time or not. And that's wrong. Now, I'm not saying that we never evaluate someone, but we must do it with God's wisdom, not ours. We don't know just how God wants to use them or if he has sent them into our life so that we can either pour into them or they into us. When we do the judging based on our own preferences and even some hidden prejudice, we limit the work of God. Think about the many people God used to accomplish his plan. People we would not have chosen if it had been up to us. How many would have voted to have two prostitutes, a foreigner, and an adulteress in the lineage of Christ? Raise your hand. The no vote would probably have been a landslide, but not God. In fact, he went so far as to include for us their name to read in Matthew chapter 1. When selecting the disciples, how many of us would have opted to keep Peter? He had a temper, was always putting his foot in his mouth, and was really a simple fisherman. Plus, he denied the Lord. Yet, it was Peter who was unashamed to preach to a crowd of thousands, told the Jewish council that they will obey God rather than man, and he would be one of the first to share the gospel with a Gentile, a man named Cornelius. We must be careful to let God guide our steps and lean on his wisdom and understanding instead of our own because our own advice and evaluation will lead us wrong every time. My second thought from these very ordinary yet extraordinary sunglasses was how the sun's rays were necessary to bring out the color hidden inside. That beautiful shade of purple was already there, but without the sun, you would never have seen it. How many people are walking around with a hidden ability, a talent, or a gift, and they just needed someone to warm it out of them, you could say. I remember listening to an audition years ago from a lady named Susan Boyle. She stepped on the stage and everybody laughed at her. Everybody thought, what in the world could this oddly dressed lady bring to the table, including the judges? But theirs, along with ours, mouth dropped When she opened up her mouth and she sang, I dreamed a dream. She was an ordinary person with an extraordinary gift, but no one had ever let her have a little bit of sun until that moment. And when the sun shone on Susan Boyle, she shined a beautiful shade of purple. There's also a story in scripture. Are you familiar with the story of John Mark? The one who bailed on Paul and Barnabas on a missionary journey. 
When Barnabas suggested that they take him again, Paul blatantly said, uh, no, not happening. Their discussion was so strong that they separated with Paul taking Silas with him and Barnabas taking John Mark. Paul had been burned by this young man's abandonment, but Barnabas saw something else. He saw someone who just needed some exposure to the sunshine. He was willing to invest the time required to transform him, and in the end, even Paul admitted that he was right. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. Barnabas invested or shined some light on Mark and helped draw out the color which was recognized by Paul. I think this is such a beautiful illustration of what can happen when we invest in the lives of others. I can also point to moments in my own life when someone was willing to invest in me. They saw something and spent that needful time to pull it out of me, to encourage me. They shine some light on me and I'm confident I am not the only one who has experienced this. Many of you could point to a specific person who has impacted your life, who helped you become who you are today because they added a cup of sunshine. I want to be that kind of person, the one who notices others and takes the time to get to know them. I want to be that person who looks deep, who sees that hidden potential and shines a little light on them. I want to be like Barnabas, who was willing to pour his life into John Mark because he recognized someone who wanted to grow and to be used, but just needed a little bit of encouragement. Our life is never about us, but bringing glory to God. And one of the best ways to do that is by investing our lives in others. The only investment we can take to heaven is the lives we have poured into on earth. Do you know someone that needs you? that God has placed in your life for a specific reason. Spend some time in prayer asking the Lord to guide your steps and be ready to shine a little sunshine their way. And that is where we will end today's episode. Have a wonderful day, my friends, and let's strive to be women of the word who have spent time in the quiet place and are ready to be used today for the glory of our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm.